Let's go. Shake it off. Shake it off, bro. Here we go. Going big. Going thick. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. Hey, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast should not be taken seriously. All jokes and comments are not meant to be taken up the butt. And no, you may not speak to my manager. So get back to not doing your homework or not doing your job and enjoy the Rolling Thick Podcast. Rolling thick, rolling thick. Okay. We're going to hit it in three, two, one. Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome back to the Rolling Thick Podcast. I am your host. My name is Teddy. And I have a really, really special guest here. His name is Billy Reeds. You guys can follow him on Instagram and YouTube at Billy Reed Music. Uh, he's a music songwriter. Uh, he, he does a lot of busking here in the area of Pomona, Claremont, Laverne. You know, st- a lot of storefronts. Uh, he's just, you can call him a street performer. You can check him out at... Um, like I said, Billy Reed Musics. And um and he actually uh not too long ago he did an interview with the venue. Um uh, he talks really a lot about his dream, his motivations. Um and you get to know him a little bit there because today's topic has to do with horror and mom. Um, we're gonna get into that right now. So how you doing, Billy? Great, thanks, Teddy. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing great. All right. I'm glad I got you in here because it just November's has been I mean October's been cramped for you, huh? Yeah, it's been pretty busy. Yeah. Wait, so what, what have you been up to lately? Well, lately just been uh, out like busking and um, you know writing songs, um, just going out there and performing. Um, yeah, just yeah. Because I saw I saw your video, the um, Billy Reed in the Dream, uh-huh. and uh, that's really inspirational for me because um, like um, it, it just it puts me in the mood like just to follow what like what I'm passionate about, you know, and um, I I, I really um. Recommend it for you guys to go watch it, especially if, if if you guys are hitting a wall where you where you want to stop pursuing what you're doing because you feel like it's not putting you somewhere or helping you you know in any way. It's just it, it's great. You know I'm, I'm glad you, you you have that passion in you because a lot of people don't. Oh, thank and you. And they, they just kind of go through their lives not doing anything or you know feeling anything because that's really important to have something in your and you're passionate about because right. it keeps you moving with not just your dream, but with everything you're doing, you know? Exactly. And yeah. it makes the struggle a little less, you know, like, struggling, <laughs> you could put it. It's always good when you, when you can, uh, when you got that goal, you know, every every obstacle just seems um, not more uh, temporary. Yeah. You know, it's it's not uh, something that's going to last forever, you know, and um, that was, you know, the, the basis of the, the film, you know, and it was based, you know, like I wrote it and my friend... Um, Chris Avalos of Steinrec Studio, you know, he directed it and, you know, he came up with the idea for the story. And I was like, okay. So we started, you know, sitting down and mapping everything out. And then I started writing the script. And then, um, yeah, and then his uh, sister Liz of uh, the Gaia House, she came on board. And then we just, you know, we were were working really hard on the film. We started... uh, seeking out uh, the other actors in there and um the funny thing is you know they're just doing what comes naturally to them as well yeah <laughs> i guess so. yeah you find yeah. people that they're you know the masters of their own craft you mm-hmm. know a- apart from yours right and you're just it, it's impressive like to me it's impressive that you can play the guitar in front of you know x amount of people and you know and, and smile through it without sweating without <laughs> stuttering and stuff like that that came before <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we still you still have to go through that, you know. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, there's a lot of people that they're masters of their own craft. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you 
you ask something of, of them and you go, damn, like, hopefully that's not too much. And they're like, nah, that's nothing, you know? Mm. So that's cool. How, how long did that process take? Because I, I kind of wanted to get into short film, mm-hmm. like um, like shorts or like, um, how, what was it? Um, just skits, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, produ- producing and editing, it's a lot of work. It was, yeah. yeah. And that's where like uh, Chris and Liz, you know, they, they are the uh, the ones who, who worked on, on, on that aspect of the film. Like they did such a great job. You know, we, uh, we had about a month maybe slightly less than a month in order to to uh you know write the write the film and then get everybody together and then um do all the the parts parts. yeah yeah and do the editing you know and and you know that that was all like in about a month or or less you know so that's that's crunching it too yes yes so you know we were really grateful that uh, everybody who came on board i mean we've we've got like um, uh, David Fleming from uh, PBS NPR, um, KBC, KBCR Radio, uh, over in San Bernardino, like he was great. He's in the film, and then also uh, DJ Mark Torres from uh, K, uh, from uh, KPFK in Los Angeles, and then we've got uh, Taryn Proscal. She's a screenwriter, uh, very talented wow. actress and screenwriter, and then we've got uh, Gabriel Villa, who's awesome drummer you know he's yeah, uh, yeah. from chicano batman um so everybody was like so willing to to help and, and participate you know and like i'm so grateful that that's great that we were able to that's include cool. them yeah it, it was just great Every, everything just like worked out i mean it took a lot of uh a lot of work in order to get everything started or whatnot but we literally started filming on the same day that, that we were like um we met to discuss what this film was oh, going yeah, to be yeah. about. Okay. You know, we sat at a Starbucks over uh, the, the one on Barranca and um, like 10 in Covina. Yeah. Yeah, we sat there, like fleshed it out. And then, um, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so. That's crazy. When you, it's, it's, to me, what I've noticed is when you surround yourself with people that, um, you know, have the same passion and stuff, mm-hmm. things get moving like that. Right, right. And it's great. That's great. It's a great feeling. Yeah, everything, everything just like, everything aligns yeah, you know, like everything you, comes together just perfectly. Right. That's and cool. Yeah, you guys check it out. Like a Billy Reed music uh, on YouTube. The films, the short films called uh, Billy Reed and the Dream. It's really inspirational, you guys. But to get to get on topic here for for the October, what what did I what did I end up calling the fucking I I oh I ended up Fear Tober. You know we we, we roll the fear thick. <laughs> and I don't know if you if you if you listen to our podcast as as. You know, from the beginning or whatever, you know. But the joke about rolling thick is that we, it's um, if my uh, my co-host was here, you would notice that we're both like really big individuals. Him not as much as me, but we're really big individuals. So we just instead of like rolling, rolling, rolling deep, what you would say on the street, we're rolling deep with a lot of people, a lot of heads. We're just rolling thick. We're just big dudes rolling together. <laughs> so we're rolling thick, you know. And uh, my podcast, I just wanted to be like. Just a, just a, some dudes get together, you know, garage talk or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. But on today's topic, we're gonna talk about, um, you know, spirits. And, and from from what you told, from what I understand, you said you had a a, a spirit a, a spirit or a ghost grab you. Yes. Go go, go ahead with that story. Go, okay. I want to hear this. <laughs> well, let me take you back. All right. Uh, 
One day, and this was um, when I was living over in, in England. Uh, we were living in a, in a cottage. And it was, uh, I still remember the address. It was uh, 2 Church Drive, Great Oakley, Corby, Northamptonshire. And, and 18 a... 8HB. <laughs> North There's Hampton. a lot of old buildings there. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like, it was such a, like a, a beautiful cottage. It was, okay, so just imagine like a huge, you know, mansion split up into like four separate uh, four separate units, kind of, kind of, kind of like I have here. Right, right, yeah. One big house and right. split into two. Yes, and um, it was, it was like, it was such an old, old building. It was uh, on property that was owned by the, I think the family, the, the family was uh, called the Capaldi Brooks, and I guess they were like heirs to, uh, to the Guinness, you know, the, you know the, uh, the, uh, the drink. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The beer, the, the yeah, the, the beer, yeah, and uh, lager. It's not lager, is it? Guinness is. I'm uh, not sure. It's, uh, my brother, my brother, he's in Oakland. He's mm-hmm. a real, he's a real enthusiast. He would tell me, like, oh, that's a, you know, and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's a, it's a dark beer. Yeah, for sure. yeah, uh, very c- coffeeish. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so so uh, one day I, it was a nighttime, and I'd fallen asleep. Um, on the sofa, and that's I used mistake to number one <laughs> fall asleep. Yeah, <laughs> that's when things happen. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like falling asleep, and you know, like my mom and stepdad, they'd gone to sleep already upstairs, and so I was downstairs, and um, it was always like I, I realized it was always like really cold in there, and there was like uh, you know one little like fireplace that was um, fueled by coal. Real yeah, school. real yeah. The, the chunks of coal, and you know that's how the homes were were heated. You yeah. just put, you have to go outside to the coal bunker and like shovel the coal and bring it inside, like and then coal out of the ground. Coal. Well, it was it was in the like a bunker, and uh, yeah. like every month or you know every you know. So but it's often, not like that barbecue coal you buy here. It, it was actually kind of like that. Yeah, just like like nuggets of coal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, and then you know you'd put it in the it. in the stove, and then yeah, burn it. A little furnace. Yeah, and you'd have to like sift it and sift through the, the coals and let the ashes fall down and then empty those out. You know, and there was like some woods that were in the back. So everybody would take their the ashes to to the woods. There was like a, a pile of, of ashes. ashes that yeah. By this great tree. There was like a beautiful tree. Is, it, is ash are ashes used as a compost? Uh, it could have been, yeah. I mean, oh, I don't see why not. I mean, I at the time I just remember there was like a huge mound. It was probably like, like four or five, uh, not not that high, but it was like like three feet high and just like spread out, you know. Okay. So it was a large mound of ashes over the years because everybody was dumping their their ashes in there. But um, yeah, it was like always like really cold and drafty in there, and um. So you're sleeping on this couch, right? Yeah. So I was sleeping on the on the on the couch. And I like to tuck my my feet in the back of the the um, cushions. Oh know, yeah, tuck yeah. them in the back, you yeah. know. And um, so as I I just I was watching TV, um, and then I just like drifted off to sleep, and all of a sudden, uh, I felt a really strong um, grab on my ankle from inside you know, of the couch. Uh, yeah, when I was I was on the couch and I felt some like. Like somebody like grabbed my my ankle, yeah, and like pulled like completely like like pulled my leg, 
uh, off the couch? Yeah, off the couch. Like, get up. And I thought it was my stepdad. I thought he was pissed. I was like, oh, shit. You know? Cool. Like, I, I woke up, like, right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't it wasn't some, like, um, come on, let, you know, like, it, it's time to go to bed. Or, yeah, you know? Yeah. No, it was, it was like, it was a, like a get up now. You know, like. It was, it was a hard pull. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it was very, very forceful. Oh, my professional ass. <laughs> Hold up. No worries. It's my fucking call. <laughs> and um, so anyways, like I got my, my foot yanked out and my leg. So I, I woke up and I was like thinking, you know, right away I was like, oh, like my stepdad's I'm in pissed. trouble. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. I'm in trouble or what did I do? You know? And I look around and like he's not there. And so I was like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, I got to see this. So like I ran to the stairwell and looked up. And, uh, you know, he was kind of like on the older side, so he wouldn't have been able to run up the, you know, the stairs that quickly. That quickly, because, yeah. So no one was there. And, um, like, I called out to him, and there was nothing. So I, like, he was dead asleep. Yeah, I, I went up the stairs, <laughs> went into their room, and they were both asleep. Yeah. And uh, that freaked me out. And I was like, Did you go back downstairs? Happened? <laughs> I did go back down, reluctantly. I went back downstairs. I, I, like, I, I live up here now, you guys. <laughs> yeah, somebody. Uh, we'll just leave the TV on all night. Oh, like, <laughs> uh, damn. So I, I uh, reluctantly crept back downstairs, and uh, I looked around, you know, and no Nothing. one was there. Unexplainable. Yeah, no one was there, and I looked on the on the TV, you know, because I didn't want to stay down there anymore. So I was gonna turn the TV off, you know, and uh, on the TV they were talking about witchcraft. Oh. Yeah. You don't you don't recall what time it was? Uh, it must have been like maybe like around midnight or midnight, m- midnight or one o'clock something like that. Uh, usually the witch the witching hour they call it the uh, witching hour yeah. three o'clock three o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. And I've had experiences too around the witching hour. Oh really? Yeah. And that's crazy you say that that um they grabbed your foot so so it just felt like someone was mad grabbed your foot and yes hey get up get your feet off uh, the couch yeah me. get your yeah. lazy ass up yeah <laughs> oh that's insane and, and that's- it and it was like so strong like it's you know I could feel like the hand like just grab my my ankle yeah you know grab my leg by the ankle and that's- yank yank it up like my leg was pulled yeah. You know, it's not kind of like, oh, I feel like, like I, I started to move my leg. It wasn't like a it, shove off the couch. It was like, yeah, it wasn't move any up. sort yeah. of like gentle, like pulling or it was like, get your ass up now. Wow. And know? did anything else ever happen? Like after that? Yes. Uh, I've, I've had, uh, uh, some, some incidents and they became like quite regular where, uh, well, the first, I'll tell you about the first time it happened. Um. I was over at a uh, boarding school in Escondido, you know, uh, Southern California, which is, uh, it was called uh, San Pasquale Academy. Yeah. And um, so it's right next to the wildlife park down there in, you know, Escondido. It's, um, that's far south. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty much like next to San Diego. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, so it was a boarding school there. It was my junior year. I'd just come back from England. And then, um, so I was sleeping, and all of a sudden, I started hearing, like, a, um, like some some hooves on, uh, on cobblestones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It was just, like, really faint at first, and I was like, oh, 
what kind of a dream is this? You know, <laughs> pretty interesting, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they got like louder and louder, and then I started hearing like, um, like the crackling of of wood burning, and oh, yeah, and then like a stove, like an old school stove. Well, yeah, that's what I thought like at first, or but fireplace. then I started like the the burning sound got louder, and then I started hearing like screaming. And uh, like women and children screaming, and then the the hoofs, you know, again like got like louder, like horses, like faster. Yeah, it was just like so uh, intense. Like it just everything just started getting like so loud that uh, it actually hurt my ears, and it was so loud that I eventually I couldn't take it anymore, and I opened my eyes, and then I realized. I was like, I can't move and I can't breathe, <laughs> you know, like I can't, well, yeah, but my eyes were open and like I was awake Yeah. at that point. And I was, and the thing is when I opened my eyes, I didn't stop hearing what I was hearing. Yeah. I, it kept going, you know, oh, shit. and my eardrum was like, ow, you know, the, it was like you very, very you painful. You couldn't even put your hands in your ears. Yeah, I, I couldn't put my hands to my ears. I couldn't move. I couldn't sit up because... I wanted I wanted to, to sit up, you know. Yeah. And um, like I couldn't, and there was nothing, nothing above to me. But it, the sound. yeah, but it felt like somebody was like kneeling on my chest while strangling me, like with both hands, yeah. you know. And I and my eyes were open, you know. It's it wasn't a dream, like my eyes were open, and it was still happening, you oh, know. Fuck. And up to that point, I'd never had a dream like that. <laughs> Did you make it? Yeah, <laughs> barely, <laughs> barely. Yeah, I, um, yeah. But after a while, you know, I, I was, uh, I was like praying, and and uh, my prayers were answered, you know. Got to move your hands. Yeah, I was, I was. Yeah, but the, the and the interesting thing was, like, I couldn't even vocalize. Yeah, like, yeah. I couldn't vocalize my prayer. You know, I couldn't ask for help. I was like, um, you know. So you couldn't move anything but your eyeballs inside your yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. I could see. You know, yeah. I was like able to look around, but I was just like, I couldn't move. You know. Yeah, that's I, I've had an aunt happen that happened to her. her mm -hmm. uh, where yeah, she woke up in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. and she said she couldn't breathe, and she felt someone on top of her chest. Right. And, she, and it felt like they were choking her, mm -hmm. and she couldn't breathe. Right. And, and she was awake. Her eyes were up and awake mm -hmm. and she would look at my uncle and she, she couldn't say anything to get his attention right and it wasn't until yeah so she said she started praying and mm -hmm. and and that it, it slowly went away yeah she, eventually it, it yeah. just kind of like and even even after one she was too scared to, to vocalize anything right you know to be like she was just stuck like oh my god like mm -hmm. what just happened right now you know? yeah it is like it's a mind-blowing experience yeah. you know <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up, uh, I, and at first I thought it was because I had a, a roommate. He was like a, um, he was a, a sophomore, you know, or actually I think he was a, he was a freshman and, uh, I thought he was playing a prank on me, you know, I, like, so I initially, yeah. you know, be, you know, for a split second, I thought that it was him, you know, I thought he was playing a prank. With the, with the audio, right? Because that's what you heard. You heard it first. Yeah, yeah. When I when I heard I heard the uh, you know the the horses and the, the, and fire. the fire and then later I put it, I was like man is this probably like like a village burning or something? Am I, yeah. It sounded like I was listening like a movie, to right? like a village burning or something, you know. And um, 
but uh, yeah, I I thought that he was playing a prank when I couldn't move, but yeah, because it was it was dark in there, you know. But uh, yeah. So he, how he how did there. how did the sound go away? Was it a quick like and it was gone, or was it like? No, it just like it was it it was a gradual you know it was gradually there, and then uh, it just got increasingly louder to the point where it hurt my ears yeah. and and I, and and at that point um like when I opened my eyes, you know I guess uh, realizing that I couldn't move or whatever and it was still it was Go still on. going, and then when I was saying like the, my prayers, you know I had to say them I was trying to say them over and over again I was trying to vocalize. You know, calling the power of God yeah. for you know vo to vocalize it, but uh, I was getting like um, like choked. <laughs> so it, it took a while, but then eventually it dissipated. And I, I think that's like the perfect word. It just yeah. like the the presence dissipated, that's and true. the sound just kind of like trailed off. That's the closest that like a car you, you hear it, it coming. Yeah, it's loud when it's there and passes it kinda you just, and drives yeah. drives off that's, and that's intense. diminishes. Yeah. I have I have never had that happen to me personally, mm. but I've had other things. I've I've seen apparitions. I I've seen, I've seen full like people. I've seen shadows. Mm. I've I have I have um, I I like to tell myself that I have audio hallucinations sometimes. Oh, um, and not not frequently like every day or like every month, but mm. usually I have them. Right, and I'm just like, oh, it's just a malfunction happening in my brain or, or something. Like I I I don't ever piece it to the paranormal because mm. it's it's not malicious it's not like intense like yours was it was just it's kind of like a pop it's kind of like a, a screech or or somebody like like a thud mm. and it's never something like a voice it's never like so, something like that like mm. something real specific like that it's kind of just like a sound oh okay that that happens in my ear uh i when i was little i used to hallucinate insects Really? Yeah, and I I asked I've asked my dad about it because I would I would wake up my dad like and tell my dad like I just caught a bee under my pillow. He's mm -hmm. like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Yeah, like," I, and I remember seeing the bee, which is crazy because the hallucination for me, like the bee was like probably like the size of this this can, mm -hmm. the soda can, and it was glowing. Wow! And I was like, "Oh fuck!" And I just grabbed my pillow and I went like <laughs> over the over the bee, right. and I went to go grab my dad like. And my dad, you know, he just comes out of the bed like in his fucking tidy whities And he's like, what's going on? He grabs like the broom or something. And he's like, what? And he's like, I caught a bee, you ready? And I'll just pick up the pillow. And he's looking for this bee. And he's like, the fuck? And then he turns around and I'm, I'm back to sleep. Like, I'm, I go back to sleep. Wow. So <laughs> you know, and, and it's happened a number of times. And I remember the bee. But he would tell me like, I would see like beetles and, and spiders. And mm. I would call him to kill these fucking insects. And I'm just like, that's crazy because I, I don't fear insects. Mm -hmm. Like, I can kill a spider with my hands. Like, I, I've caught June bugs and let them out, you right. know. So, I'm not scared of insects, but, you know, I used to hallucinate them, which is, to me, it was insane. Wow. So, when he told me that, I was like, well, am I hallucinating the other shit, too? Like, <laughs> like the like the apparitions that I see, but I, I just found out that I wasn't. Like, so, what was the scariest uh, hallucination or, well, the scariest uh, apparition that you had so, encountered? Okay. I talk about this in my last, a little bit in my last podcast, the last episode, where we talk about uh, ghosts and stuff. But I used to live in these apartments down the street right here, on the other side of Gary. Mm -hmm. And uh, I used to have this thing happen to me where I would wake up like around the witching hour, and I I don't I didn't really know like, so when I would wake up, in the witching hour, I didn't know it was the witching hour. Mm -hmm. It was kind of oh it's three o'clock in the morning, 
to me. But um, four of us slept in one room, or three of us, mm-hmm. and it was a it was a bunk bed, and I slept on a mattress on the floor. So, every, every once in a while, I would wake up at three in the morning, and I would turn around, and my brother used to like having the door open mm-hmm. and the window open because the breeze would come in and it'll feel bomb. Mm-hmm. So I never complained because I it did feel bomb, and three of us in there, three big boys in there, like it's gonna get hot. So. <laughs> I was okay with it, but I would wake up and I would see uh, like a little kid like peering his head. Oh, and it wow. was it was completely dark except for like uh, a little light outside that they had for like cameras mm. for the apartments. So I would just see this face come in like this and just like creep to the side of the door. And I'm just oh, and as soon as we made <laughs> eye contact, we would both stop <laughs> and we would just look at each other. And it wasn't to like close my eyes or or. or fell asleep or something happened to where I woke up the next morning that I couldn't move. Like, and I, and not like you, like when you were paralyzed, I just, I was afraid to move because mm. we stopped when we, when we caught, like we supposed to stop when we looked at each other. So in my head, it's like, if I move, he moves, you know? So I just, well, I didn't want to move. So that's pretty creepy. Cause he was like mimicking you or you guys were like yeah, mimicking so it each was other. Just, huh? It was just that fear, you know? And after a while, like I just learned to, to sleep facing the other way. So if I were to wake up, I go, okay, I know I'm awake and I don't want to turn around and I'll just put my, myself back to sleep. Oh, wow. But that's, that's pretty much like, like the scariest that I've had wow. that actually felt fear. Cause I've seen, uh, in the, in the house in front of this one, mm-hmm. I just, I used, we used to live in the front house and, um, the neighbor, they had, they had a child that, that was, Ran over in the front. No way, really. Yeah, the the speed bumps that were they were there in the street, uh-huh. they didn't used to be there when I was like nine, eleven or twelve. They uh-huh. weren't there, and a uh, a truck just uh-huh. sped by, grabbed the kid, and he just yeah, he just died in terrible. front of the house. Damn. And uh, that kid was friends with the kids that used to live in the front house before we moved in. Mm. And uh, a lot of stuff would happen, like the lights would turn off when I'm in the, when I'm not in the room. Like right now, like if I were to go. You know, to a different room, come back, the light would be off. And uh, the lights would turn off, the doors would close. You know, I would hear like footsteps, but not like, it was like, like somebody, like a little kid running. Oh, right. And then I finally saw him. I was trying to piece it together, like maybe it's the neighbor's kid. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe like, so, like well, I'm trying to figure out what, what like this ghost could be, because I didn't feel fear, like when things would happen. Mm-hmm. Like, the apparition that I saw, that was instilled fear in, in my soul, you know? And I would feel f- fear and panic. Mm. But with him, with that presence in that house, I didn't. You know, it was kind of like, he's 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 just fucking with me, you know? Mm. And it, it wouldn't, I wouldn't feel fear. It would be surprising, you know, to hear a door close. But it wasn't like, oh, my God, I need to leave. Mm. And one day, I was brushing my teeth. And I, I, I dug down a spit in the sink. And when I got up, he was in the mirror. Wow. And it was him. There was no doubt that it was him. But it still startled me, so I just closed my eyes. I was like, "The fuck!" Oh, man. And when I opened it, he was gone. And that's when I was like, "Okay, it's 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 the kid," you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, what I ended up doing was just telling him, "Like, it's cool. Like, you're here. You can play. You know, just like just don't disrespect the house, I guess. You know, and it's cool." And yeah, after that, like, I probably saw him one other time, maybe. And um, I was sitting on the couch, and I heard something in the hallway, and I turned. And as I turned, I saw like something like short run by this way, and I was oh. like, "The fuck!" <laughs> and like I was like, oh, "Okay, that that caught me off guard too." Um, but yeah, the house over there, the the owner's wife, mm-hmm. 
Uh, she she died probably like four or five years ago. Oh. Yeah, she 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 passed away too. She had a, um, they they both have dialysis. They both go through mm. dialysis, and she broke her hip. And uh, I re- I recall her seeing her once in that house. And I think I think she was like just saying goodbye, mm-hmm. like to like the home. Right. Yeah. But so that's, you saw her like after. Yeah, after I she saw passed? after she passed away, because I had oh. came home from work and they're like, yeah, she. She fell down. She broke her hip. She's at the hospital, and it was like probably three, four weeks later, she she passed away, because they couldn't they couldn't help her with the hip and monitor like the fluids in her body. Mm. So it was just sad, and then um, yeah, I saw her. I, I recall her seeing her once walk by the hallway. I'm like, the fuck is that? Is that who I think it is? Like, oh my god, and I think my brother saw her once too in in one of the rooms, but he blames it on his his stigmatism. <laughs> Cause he has stigmatism. my stigmatism. I'm like, sure, who's the lady? <laughs> Just say bye. She'll be. She. She'll leave it alone. You know, it's not. Like I said, it's not malicious. It's not like a demon or something. Which is that's just crazy. But, um, as far as like touching me, I probably felt a couple pokes on my back. Uh, at the at the apartments with the little kid mm. at, the, at the apartments. Um, I remember once. Uh, we lived in the house over there in Gordon. And I was on the phone with one of my friends and um, in the middle of the night and I don't know where something grabs my foot and I was like, what the fuck? And I was ready (laughs) to kick Uh and I look over and it's my little brother. (laughs) It's my little brother. I'm like, like, oh my God, dude, I was about to to, like send you to the hospital right now. You don't even understand. And then he was like, move. I'm like, the fuck? And I move and he grabs one of the pillows Mm -hmm. and he just throws it on the floor and then he goes back to bed. (laughs) <laughs> oh, wow. and, I'm, and I'm like I, I just I went from being scared To laughing To back to scared Because like, what the hell Just happened right now And it turns out He was sleepwalking Oh wow And I was like And I was just on the phone And they're like What's going on I was like dude I'm about to fucking Leave this house right now Because I don't even know What the hell happened But yeah Like to have that feeling Of someone grabbing your leg I, right. I know what it feels like Even if it was Even if I It was explainable You know mm-hmm. Like it was my little brother I always thought that's uh it would be such an interesting experience to, to to be a sleepwalker. You know, to be a sleepwalker. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you do things and you don't even remember. You don't remember. Doing it. Like that movie Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. You ever see that no, one? I haven't oh, seen he, it. That fool puts good? he puts the couch cushions in the oven <laughs> oh, <laughs> while he's <wow>. sleepwalking. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot of stories where people sleepwalk and they they do like, like the dumbest things, like they'll they'll take everything out of the fridge. Oh. Just, just weird things. Or though, though, um, I remember I read one where he, he peed in the laundry in the laundry basket. Oh man! Because <laughs> uh, I guess he thought he was going to the restroom. Right. But he went into a different room and peed in the, <laughs> the laundry basket. <laughs> but that's crazy. So, what the what the experience that you had like? Do you feel like there was bad intentions, like, or was it just that one experience in that one house that one time? No, actually, because. Uh... As far as for the experiences that I had at uh, at uh, San Pasquale Academy, um, that happened like four four more times that same morning. Oh shit! Yeah, like the first time it was so terrifying that uh, like I I oh, got up. Powerful! Wow! Yeah, yeah. I just I got up and and uh, I went into the lobby and. Um, like I was sleeping on the on the sofa there in the lobby, 
but then I was like kind of like embarrassed you know yeah I was like oh, screw this I'm, you know and I have to explain why I'm sleeping why you know in the lobby. <laughs> yeah so I was like uh, you know get a big boy and just go back you know yeah. so I did and then I went to sleep again I was able to to you know go back to sleep and then and then something similar happened but this time I was hearing like a like a oscillation it was like um like a you know that's the sound your your ears make when you're about to pass out oh is it really yeah because yeah. i've passed out probably twice and that's what it wow. kind of just fade away mm. and then um. you wake up and you have like a pile of people on top of you like wow. what happened i'm like i don't know but yeah that's crazy because you could feel it in your ears like mm. like your head just going right and well with this sound it just it you know, it, it it started off like slower, and then the oscillations just got like faster and like louder, and then it became like high pitched, and again, high pitched to the point where it hurt my ears, and like I had to open my eyes again, yeah. and the same thing, Paradise. you know, yeah, like like somebody was kneeling on me and and uh, Damn, choking do think, me. Do you think it followed you? It did follow me. Yes. You did, huh? Yeah, Damn. it did because uh, after you know um, when I came back to to Pomona because I was you know, like I said it was a boarding school yeah. out in, in Escondido and then um, like after I graduated um, actually it followed me over to Northern California and then because uh, I went to another boarding school up there it was a Rio Lindo Academy and I had it happened like once or twice there and then when I finally graduated uh, came back to you know Pomona and uh, it happened again numerous times at uh, in Pomona. Yeah. So did you yeah. ever like try to figure out what it might be? Um, I didn't know. I mean, it could have been related to one day I made something. Uh, you just open yourself. Up. I uh, yeah. I I, th I may I may have uh, invited something in, like I I made a, a Ouija board, and I. Like, but it didn't even work, you know, or yeah. at least I didn't think that it worked. Yeah. Like nothing, that's, that's the thing nothing about... moved and it was so stupid. Like I shouldn't have done it, but you know, and, uh, for anyone listening out there is also like, I do not advocate, uh, playing with Ouija boards at all. You fuck don't with, know what's going to come anything. through. Yeah. Like, that's what I told my yeah. friend at work. He's like, I don't understand how you, I was like, no, you don't understand me. Mm. Like just cause I have an infatuation with these types of things. That doesn't mm. mean. I don't take my precautionary like measures to to not like involve myself in these things. Yeah. Like I would never fuck with a Ouija board, mm -hmm. you know, and I would never like verbally say out loud, you know, oh you're invited in or this and that. Oh yeah. Because just just um with the Ouija board, even if it doesn't work, mm -hmm. you quotations you're, work. <laughs> if it doesn't work, you know, you're still you're still opening that door. Yeah. You still there's still an invitation, mm -hmm. you know, to something or, or someone or whatever, you know. Right. And it, it could be good, it could be bad, you know, it could be, um, you know, sleeping dormant and it'll come out of nowhere again and you, you, you wouldn't be able to piece it together because mm. it's been so long since you did the Ouija board yeah. thing. So for me, it's like, I I like it, mm. you know, I want to hear about it. I like, I like putting, I like, you know, hearing about it, reading about it, you know, but at the same time, I, I don't want to provoke those experiences. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't, I'm not looking to, to go, oh, fuck it, maybe if I do this or that. Yeah. You know? But that's crazy because a lot of a lot of the a lot of the explanations for for the sleep paralysis is that a, a 
you know, a demon or, or someone or something is, is following you mm-hmm. and is, is trying to uh, control your body while you're sleeping. And mm-hmm. that's why you wake up suddenly mm-hmm. because that's your spirit fighting, mm-hmm. you know, the entity. And, and we do, when you do look out, reach out to something um, higher like God, you know, it, it helps, you know, um, get rid of that possession mm-hmm. that's occurring. It's like um, counterbalancing yeah. it in our hand. And, and then there's, there's just scientific reasons too, like, oh, you're you're in between like deep sleep and awake, mm-hmm. and you your mind wakes up, but your body's still asleep, mm-hmm. and that's why it feels like you have this because your all your muscles, you know, they relax, and uh, it's really difficult to make all your muscles relax mm-hmm. because it's just there's a muscle in your body doing something, mm-hmm. you know. So when you wake up from a deep sleep and your body's asleep but your mind's not, it's, you're not controlling your muscles. It just it just feels like a weight on top mm-hmm. of you. That's a scientific explanation for the sleep paralysis. Yeah, that would be so crazy if that's what it's like when we die or whatnot. Yeah, you know? just just dead body, dead yeah. weight. You know, because they always say like when when you hear, uh, you know, people who have died and then and then but then come, come back, back, you know, have come back to life. They always say like, oh, you know, like I could see, like I floated out of my body, I had an yeah. out of out of body experience, and I was I was looking down on myself, yeah, myself yeah. right? You know. So, oh man, that's, a, that's happened to me actually. Oh, has it really? Where um, I thought it was sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. so I got up and I was like, "What the fuck?" And it, it just like everything was like gray, muted. Mm-hmm. It was like gray, bluish, and it was muted. You know, it kind of it kind of sounded like my head was enclosed, like in this bubble, like this glass bubble, and like the TV was on, but it was like mm, like I couldn't hear no, it, just muffled like, clearly, you know. Right. And I was like, "The fuck." And that's when I, I took a couple steps and I turned around and I saw myself still sleeping in, really? in my body. And when I when I initially made that that discovery, you know, it just kind of kind of just snapped and I woke up mm. and I was like, "The fuck just happened?" <laughs> wow. But it, it wasn't like like a, it wasn't like you like sleep paralysis, which is like terrifying. I I hope I never go through that shit ever. Yeah, it was terrifying. But you know, the the more that it happened, I just found like I just started getting like annoyed and pissed off with it. Where, <laughs> Not again, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When where I would just say like leave me alone. Yeah. Like leave me alone. And you know, it yeah, you it know, just I just goes like, away. Yeah. yeah. You, you just like you it's in a sense it's like you're facing your fear. Yeah. You know. So so after the the numerous times it happened, mm-hmm. do, do you find it easier to go back to sleep? Yeah. Because yeah. And then it's just more like like an an inconvenient yeah. uh, aspect of, of uh, you know, you being harassed by a ghost or yeah. something, you know, or, or a spirit, you know? Yeah. So, That's yeah, eventually it just it just um, stopped, you know. The first time, like I said, it was terrifying, and I think that's what any entity or whatever would have would have wanted, well, that, you know, to instill that, that fear, yeah. sense of fear, because then it can draw like the energy from your fear. Yeah. But if you're no longer, if you've reached the point where you can, you know, in a sense, you know, uh, I guess spiritually stand up for yourself. Yeah. You know, that's starting to happen less and less. Yeah. It's like, it's acts as a repellent for it. Yeah. You stand up to your bully. Right. You exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then it loses its, its hold yeah. on you. you that's, know? that's fucking insane. That's mm-hmm. intense. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that, that house was, I mean, you know the, the the cottage over in England. I mean that was that was um, where I made my my little uh, <laughs> improvised uh, Ouija board. You know, and, and it was so silly because it was like, um, 
Just I a remember bunch of I was living numbers on the paper. Yeah, but I mean, I was, you know, I was going to school in London. Um, it was like uh, at, at one point when I when I first had moved over to England, I was going to the Greenford Church of England school, and um, I remember that uh, one of the kids I still remember his name, Ian. Uh, I think it was I, I can't remember his last name, but uh, he was talking about how he and his friends had had made a Ouija board, you know, yeah, and that they took precautions, like you were saying, you know, like taking precautions or whatever. But uh, they had like a water and a glass of water and like a like a crucifix, and yeah. they they asked it first, like, okay, you know, are you a good spirit or whatever, yeah. you know? And so I was like, okay, you know, and I, I was just like like a like a early teen, like a preteen. Yeah. You know, just curious. Yeah, and so I, I was like, it was hmm, like the I Bloody would... Mary thing that was going yeah, on for a long time. Exactly, you know, yeah. like not. Uh, it's yeah, just, it's you... like, would it really work or yeah. would it? You know, I have to see this for myself. You know, so I made one, and and it's like nothing happened, nothing moved on its own. Yeah, you know, and it it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't <laughs> work. Quotation you know? Yeah, quotations. Work. It didn't work, but then yeah, it's only in hindsight. Like years later, that that I kind of like pieced it together. Thought like, maybe it could it could be related to that. <laughs> maybe it did. Yeah, work. maybe it did work. And it's yeah. just because I didn't. Cause, cause my understanding with the Ouija board, there's there's a ritual to to start it, and there's a ritual to end it. And a lot of people don't look into the ritual to end it. They mm. kind of just go, oh, well, we're done, we're done. And then they leave and the door open. That's that's not exactly. You leave the door open, and something comes and it follows you. Cause I have I have stuff following me too, but I wouldn't call it like. Um, ill-intented like spirits mm. um, I worked at this warehouse where it was haunted and it was known to be haunted by the employees that were there mm. and I would work my schedule would land it like in the witching hour mm. you know I would get out five o'clock in the morning so somewhere in there like shit would happen and I remember when I started like I have like this like sensitive I'm sensitive to it because it's happened to me so much mm. I'm just walking around I'm like do I really want to work here? <laughs> like, you know, and uh, I just kind of like put it to the side, you know, I'm going to do my job. I was doing my job, you know, four or five days in, uh, I came home and I couldn't sleep. And it wasn't because I was like scared. I wasn't like feeling, I just, I felt like somebody was waiting for me. Like I had, I had company over or something like that. Oh. Like where I couldn't sleep because I, I, you I was were supposed, expecting. Someone? Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, so I had that feeling like, of. uh, Anticipation? Go, yeah, you know, and um, so I couldn't sleep, and I, I went to work the next day, and that's when I started hearing stuff. And it was at first, it was like, um, I would hear people in the distance t- like talking, like if they were talking about me, like, oh, look at that guy over there, you know, mm. like, you know, just light whispers, you know, and I can barely hear what they're saying. And I, and the way the where the where the warehouse was huge, but because it was in the middle of the night, it was a, a graveyard shift. They only had like 10 employees and it was like in a corner of a warehouse and I had to, I had to bring them product. So I, I had to go to the other side of the warehouse mm. and that's what shit would happen where it was all cold and empty and, and there was nobody over there. And, um, yeah, the next day I would hear like, Hey, like someone trying to get my attention or I would hear footsteps and keys like jingling. And that's when I was like, Oh man, and I went to the supervisor. Like, hey, is this place haunted, dude? He's like, <laughs> Oh, you're hearing shit already. I'm like, man, fuck. Dude. Like, you gotta tell me, dude. Like this shit followed me home. I couldn't sleep the other oh, day. Oh wow! He's like, for real? He's like, yeah. Like, so my bag on. Like they got stuck to me. Like it followed me home, and I pieced it together. That's mm-hmm. what happened. It followed me home, and I couldn't sleep because he was like, 
like he wanted my attention basically mm-hmm. the the entity and uh, I was like man so luckily I got another job I got another offer for a job that paid me better and it was better hours mm-hmm. so I left that environment but like I said I, I I know how it feels to to have something follow you like from place to place to place to, uh, the, you think it's the house you think it's the mm-hmm. the apartment or you think it's yep. the area but it's just following you you know right and um I don't know. Hopefully, you look into how to get rid of that, cause. <laughs> well, it ha- thankfully, it hasn't happened uh, for a while. You know, it's it's been like years, you know, since it since it last happened. But um, yeah, I mean, it it doesn't bother me anymore. But that's crazy, cause I've I read stories too where um. It gets passed f- from generation to generation as well. Oh. Because um. I was what they call the it the the familial entity. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's yeah, what they that's, call it. it's crazy how that happens because the stories are like, oh yeah, it happened to me when I was young. You know, I got older and it stopped happening. You know, I, I grew out of it. You know, but now my son is like, oh, like my friend. You know, my friend, what's his face? You know, you think it's an imaginary friend, but mm. and you put it together, you're like, fuck, that's the thing that's been following me since I was little. Like the Amityville and, horror. Type. Yeah, some, something like that, and it's just like it's insane because you don't talk about it. But your kids know everything about it. And you're like, where did you pick up this information? There's no way you you heard me talk about it because I don't talk about it. Right. You know, and it's just, like I said, even if you, if it doesn't bother you, maybe you're still just waiting for something. I, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope uh, I slam the door closed in one of my fits of rage against it. <laughs> you know, when I told it, like, leave me alone. Get out of here. Fine. Go back to where you came from. <laughs> you know. All right. I hope that's the the case, but uh, you know, I haven't had anything, and you know, I've I've had more positive thoughts filling my mind, that's you know, good. for for years now. Yeah. So hopefully, I, I, I I've cut f- that connection, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, hopefully too, because I I have a friend. I want to get him on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I give him a call right now. But he picked up this totem. He was he started wearing it, mm-hmm. and he just started getting these, like bad vibes these bad thoughts you know like um it's just like really bad like vibes mm. and he couldn't figure out he started getting sick he couldn't figure it out like what what's happening to me why why am i having these feelings these like he would he would start getting mad fast and he would snap at his wife and he would yell at his kid and and you know just things that are normal for him as mm. as him like to him you know as a person his his you know him as a person, he doesn't do things like that. It's like he, out of character for him. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he found out that it was a totem. He went to a psych or a bruja, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call him. And um, dad's like, dude, you're carrying a fucking bad spirit. You need to get rid of it. Wow. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot I, I would love to get into this October. And um, yeah, we're kind of getting to the end of the podcast here. Um, I would love to have you back, like I said. Um, maybe uh, maybe a different back. topic. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, you know. Yeah, you dude, inviting me here. It's great. Um, you want you have anything you want to plug in besides you know the YouTube or the Instagram? Uh, well, um, just uh, please check out the the YouTube and the and the Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, it's uh the the film is you know we're really proud of the film, and um, I'm so proud of everybody who was in it. You know, thanks again to you know um, David and. Uh, David David Fleming, you know uh, Gabriel Villa, uh, Taryn Prox- Proxal, um, Mark Torres, and you know Chris Avalos, Liz Avalos, 
um, and as well as well to the to the um, people that uh, we didn't we because we had to do the the short uh, version of the film. So yeah. we do have like other people who who uh, volunteered the, the time and whatnot, and we just you know uh, at, at for this competition that we were entering it for, uh, we had to s chop everything to make it fit three minutes, you know. So you know we had to we could only have like a certain number of minutes, yeah. you know, a lot yeah, of that's, that's, that's what I was hoping to when I was watching it. I was like, I looked at it, I was like, three minutes, like. I was hoping it'd be a little longer. I was wishing right, for yeah. it to keep going. Yeah. You know, and I was and I was gonna ask you like, if are you planning to to maybe do something with like with that? Because it was really impressive. Like oh, I said. thank you. Yeah. Um, Chris and I have uh, spoken about it. Like we, that was the intention as well. We want to have uh, an extended, you know, version of it. Um, but like I said, you know, for this competition, it was a part of the My Road Reel competition. Uh, which people actually can go on there if if uh, if you know listeners would uh, be so kind as to uh, yeah. check out the video. But then uh, uh, you can you can also vote on it. Yeah, follow the description. Yeah, so just video. go to uh, at Steinrex Studio, and uh, I, I believe Chris has uh, the link in his in his bio for where you can vote, so that it you know That's counts cool. for the My Road Real competition. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm just so grateful to have been able to, you know, work with all these talented individuals. Like yeah. everybody was was so professional, so talented. You know, I, I was I'm really honored yeah. and and thank you for having me on here as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate you being on here and and um, also to my kids Sebastian and Bijou. I love you guys. Papa loves you guys. Have a great day and and everyone everyone listening. Have a great uh, day as well and yeah. happy happy Halloween and. You Happy Fear October. Fear-tober, yeah. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned every Monday. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have a bonus episode every week uh, this month of October. And uh, yeah, just follow us on the on SoundCloud. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify, Billy Reed, Instagram, and YouTube at Billy Reed Music. And uh, yeah, you guys have a good day.